the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, episode 138. When is the time right for hospice? Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Price from thestressedoutcaregiver.com. And today on the show, we are going to discuss when the time is right for hospice care. And hospice, I've talked about it before. It is so important. It really is a gift that you give to your loved one. It is a way to help them experience the highest possible quality of life as their life comes to a close. And it doesn't mean that you're going to accelerate their passing. It doesn't mean that that they're going to be giving medi- given medication that's going to uh, quote unquote kill them, which a lot of people unfortunately think. But what it does mean is that it, and at an incredibly difficult time, their life quality will be maximized because, you know, it's a time when people sometimes... Uh, through their efforts, in, in, in an effort to do what's quote unquote best for their loved one, they continue the fight uh, for every breath, every minute. And sometimes you, that is not the the way to the highest possible quality of life. Sometimes the way is to step back and relax. It's to step back and acknowledge what's happening and and to kind of go with the flow of of life's natural end. So, you know, there, hospice is an amazing thing. Now, today, though, I want to really focus for a moment on when the time is right for hospice care, because that's a question that comes up a lot. You know, would my loved one benefit from hospice at this point? And I'll tell you what, if you find yourself asking that question, would my loved one benefit from hospice now? The answer is probably yes. If you're thinking about it as an option, reach out and talk to the hospice uh, company or the agency and discuss it with them because if it's running through your mind and it runs through most people's minds at you know later than sooner right it runs through most people's minds long after they could start benefiting from hospice so if you if you find yourself thinking whether hospice might be a benefit to your loved one initiate the call start the conversation with the hospice company um, and I'll tell you what, if they can't help your loved one yet, if your loved one isn't eligible for care yet, hospice care, you can start the conversation and they can help begin the process of guiding you as you care for your loved one. And they can also make the transition easier when the time is right for hospice care because you'll lay the foundation, you'll start the groundwork, you'll you'll give them the information they need and, and everything else they might need to start the claim when the time is right for the claim to begin, when the time is right for your loved one to begin receiving the care. If you wait to contact hospice, though, you would be denying your loved one and yourself as the caregiver extra help, which could include things like nursing care, uh, equipment and supplies that could assist with caregiving, medication that would comfort your loved one, and, and many other types of support that could be available through the hospice company to assist your loved one in an effort to achieve the highest possible quality of life. So now remember, in order to qualify for hospice, your loved one must have a prognosis of six months or less, 
If they outlive their prognosis, they could be recertified for more time in six-month increments as needed. And remember, it's possible for somebody's condition to improve to the point where they come off hospice care. And that, that ap- actually happens very frequently. And those people then, if their condition should change uh, for the worse, right, if, they're, if, they, if instead of improving, they begin to decline, they can be recertified on the hospice. So it's not a problem. You don't, it's not use it or lose it. You don't just get a certain finite period of hospice time. You get whatever is needed uh, for your loved one, and, and they may stay on for an extended period of time. I had people on hospice for years, people who just kept consistently outliving their prognosis. They stayed on hospice for a very long time. I've had people go on hospice, come off, go back on. I've had people go on hospice, come off, and and not go back on again and live a long life. So, I mean, there is a lot of, of, um, there are a lot of variables. There's a lot of things that could happen along the hospice journey. So, hospice is usually covered by Medicare at 100%. A lot of other private insurances often have a hospice benefit. So, So, the cost of hospice care should never be an issue. Keep that in mind. That's really important. Money should not stop you from getting your loved one this important level of care. So now, where what what are some some things you might want to keep your eye out that that could lead to the the thought that your loved one might be eligible for hospice? Well, let's run through a few of them. Um, rapid decline in health. Um, you know, especially recently, um, and and you know, even if they're treating for an issue, if their health is declining, um, th- that might be a sign that that they're nearing the end of their life. Um, if they're if they're withdrawing from from things they used to do, if they're sleeping a lot more, if they're not alert, um, if they're confused in situations that they weren't confused in before, and I'm not talking about a dementia confusion, but I'm talking just a general confusion, um, which may be hard to discern. But the, you know, the, I think I think you probably understand what I'm saying. Um, you know, that's that's potentially a sign that they're they're nearing the end of their life. Um, if they if they start talking about hospice and comfort care and not wanting to continue the treatment and and the fight um, the fight against whatever it is that they're they're whatever issues medical issues they're dealing with you know that's a sign um, you know frequent um, trips to the hospital frequent trips to the emergency room and inf- constant infections um, illnesses that continue to recur or jumping from one illness to another quickly um, that could be a sign um, if they're not eating. You know, a lot of people stop eating. You know, people will will just stop, and that that of course is 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 a sign um, that's often accompanied by by weight loss and um, and other physical changes. So so keep an eye out out for that. Um, pain, you know, pain that that just is is they can't get a handle on that that is kind of running away from them. Uh, that's a big sign where hospice might be something that's appropriate. So if you start to see these things, if they, if they become, if you find yourself saying, wow, you know, mom or dad is, is really declining. They're showing these certain signs that might be the time to start the hospice conversation. Nobody's ever going to force you into hospice. Nobody's going to force your loved one into hospice. But I will tell you this, the hospice benefit, once people have experienced hospice and unfortunately they often experience hospice for a very short period of time, sometimes days, sometimes hours. I, 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 you know, I really, it really is upsetting when they say to me, it was, it was wonderful. 
I find it heartbreaking. It was wonderful. I wish my loved one had more time on hospice. I wish if I could do it again, I would have started hospice sooner. I hear that more than pretty much any other uh, regret in the caregiving process. If I had realized how wonderful hospice would be, I would have started it sooner. I wish I had given them that gift. And, you know, at that point, it's too late. They can't. But but we can benefit from what they're saying. We can benefit from their thoughts and their experience to give that gift to your loved ones sooner than later. Give it to them as soon as you think it might be appropriate. Start the conversation now. Don't wait. I, I hope that uh, you'll do that. And, and it an experience for yourself. Don't listen to anyone else. Don't listen to to any naysayers. Anyone who says hospice, that's a bad thing. Hospice, you're giving up. Hospice, you're, you're killing your loved one. That's not the case at all. Hospice is a gift. Hospice is hope. Hospice leads to the highest possible quality of life at the most difficult time. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found this helpful. Remember, go to the Stressed Out Caregiver Facebook support group. Ask to join. We'd love to have you. You can learn from everyone else's experience and and share what you've learned along the way as you care for your loved one because everybody's input in the support group is incredibly valuable. Remember, you can email me. My email address is Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. And I'm going to ask you this. If you have any experience with hospice, any experience for your loved one or someone else's, I would I would love for you to share it, whether it was positive or negative. Okay, please share it. Send me an email, Casey at thestressedoutcaregiver.com and tell me about your experience working with hospice. It's so important. I would love to see it. I'd love to communicate with you about that just to get an idea of, of what happened and, 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 and so I can learn from what you've gone through. Now remember, this show is informational only. You, you need to make sure you work with professionals, whether it's a legal professional or a care planning professional, if you're going to run into problems or if, if you have issues uh, where your loved one needs help. You make sure you, you can do, you can help set their care plan up for for themselves but don't try and and manage decision making don't try and manage money don't try and manage medicaid on your own talk to an elder care attorney make sure you're getting good solid advice and um, that you're taken care of because you don't want to make mistakes that can't be fixed you don't want to jeopardize your loved one's care or their money uh, paying for care without the help of of an elder care attorney to guide you through the process and well you know i today and as always um i really appreciate the chance to sit here and talk to you this is the highlight of my day it is the highlight of my week and until i have the privilege of doing this again and talking to you I wish you nothing but the best.